Hello everyone, and welcome back to It's Shway at Schwarbridge, a Batman, Batfan, Batreview, Batpod, Batcast. I'm Will. I'm Jack. And I am contemplating a question. What would that question be, Quinn? Okay, okay, Riddler. What is the, um, I would say, ethical nature of child soldiers? Bad. Bad. <laughs> I would say bad. Bad. Mm-hmm. A question that Bruce Wayne poses himself. <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> or if he does, he disagrees conceptually, with us. Right? Oh, yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No. We've we've one of our first reviews. I think our very first review is Robin's first appearance, where Batman was like, "Hey, kid, you want to go k- kill us as a criminal?" And Robin went, "Yes, I would like to do that." Do you want to get revenge? Do you want to get retribution for the death of your parents? You want to kill a bunch of goons and then send one guy to the electric chair? And Robin's like, "Uh, I'm eleven. And Batman goes, "Great, perfect." <laughs> Prime fighting age. <laughs> I think he might have actually been nine in his first appearance. We don't know. Whatever. And it's it's funny how Bruce's parents die, and then he has to go up into the fucking Himalayas and train the shit with the fucking Shadow Clan. Yeah, but and whenever like a little boy dies, he's like, "You're perfect. You're per. You're already perfect. One day in, one day out. You're an acrobat. Good. Those are all the skills you need." You're good at stealing tires? I can probably apply that to crime fighting. <laughs> oh, well, now we're talking about a different Robin. Well, well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, because today we got something really, really special. <laughs> something really special. <laughs> something very personal to From us. From June? The, the three of us. 1987. Batman. What day? Uh, it's June. <laughs> Wait, June? Yeah, it says June 87 in the top right corner. The description says it was uh, February seventeenth. What? It says June on the top right corner. <laughs> the description. The description says February seventeenth, nineteen eighty-seven. What? Where's the description? Uh, the, on on uh, DC. Oh. I'm, I'll look it up otherwise. But like, when you're not oh, reading yeah. the comic. Oh yeah, I yeah. now see the description. Yeah. Well, the description's lying. It says June. Yeah. Or I mean, okay. Okay, cool. I d- I, sometime during 1987. During 1987. Maybe on the 17th of a month. <laughs> maybe, perhaps. <laughs> Batman the New Adventures for... Maybe eight. June is when it's set. Is it set in June? Maybe. Maybe it's set in June. Who's this kid right here? Who's that? Uh, Who is he? I don't know. We don't know yet. Which, I mean, do you want, do you want me to spoil it? No. Uh, don't spoil it. Don't spoil okay, so it. are we not going to do like cover no, up? Or, let's like... do cover no, up. we'll, we'll do cover <laughs> up. We'll do okay. Cover I feel like it's going to be like hard to like avoid discussing the boy. No, then we can just we can spoil it. No, I mean, I mean, <laughs> we'll discuss the boy. We just don't know who the boy is yet. Okay, Quentin, tell us boy. your cover up for this mysterious boy. What's my what's well, my Quentin, cover describe up for the this? cover first, Quentin? Just like so, what? Is... Yeah. This is a, I think that this is a great cover. I think that this is a great cover. So what it is is it is the Batmobile. I like this Batmobile design. It's that uh, makes that makes one of us. It's sleek. It's uh, it's um, blue. It's cool. I hate um, the face. I hate the face on the hood. And what's the what is happening to the fucking Batmobile? There's a young boy 
removing the tires. He's he's popping the tires off one by one. And above it, above it all, Batman. He's sitting there looking down. He's about to put the beat down on the small boy. And uh, that's the cover. And now what would you change, Ben? What would I I change? Uh, So this this cover is one part Batman, one part uh, Batmobile, and one part Impoverished Boy. And the thing I would change (laughs) is I would change the date in the top right corner. <laughs> this 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 cover is perfect. This cover is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh but but in all seriousness, uh yeah, I'd probably I'd probably change the face on the car. I don't like it very much. It looks so fucking goofy. It's real. <laughs> what about you guys? I was going to talk about the face on the car. <laughs> I mean, hold on. Hold on. I, I want to say something. Um Batman's fucking huge. Massive. Like, look, try to take that image of Batman and try mm-hmm. to fit it in the Batmobile. It's like a clown car. It's perspective, though. It's perspective. Yeah, it is perspective. Yeah, but he's he looks too big and he's behind the car. Yeah, but he's but but the boy is young and he sees the big Batman. No, no, no. This cover is great. This is a banger. This is the best cover we've looked at. Batman is like. It's like a Goliath. Like Did it's you say like this David... is the best cover we've looked at? I think so. Do you disagree? I'm trying to think back to the other... You know, Phantasmal Hugo Strange was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I mean, like... Like, look at, like, the, sh- like the shading on the cape shape. The funny little Zato hidden in the... In the, in the shadows. Yeah, like that the is true. Uh, uh, fucking... This impoverished boy who quit and is pretending to not know who it is. I don't. Is I making really a very funny face. Is. Did you not read the comic? This is an iconic <laughs> issue. You know, I I wonder why. I wonder for what reason. What character may may or may not be introduced? Uh, yeah. Now I yeah make him smaller. Make him a we we need a teeny tiny little bat. A wee a wee bit. Sp- <laughs> We need yeah, a microscopic he's, Batman. He's fucking tiny. That would be actually great if he was like like tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny. Take, imagine, imagine if you will, this cover except replace Batman's size with about the size of like a Batmite. I thought you were gonna say take this cover but replace uh, Batman and Jason sizes. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fully grown man sealing the tires while a small boy is coming to beat him up. Yeah. Jack, do you have something you'd like to change? I, I think we've covered it. No pun intended. Shink! <laughs> Does anyone talk about the start? Like, give us a... Bring us into this. Uh, actually, I have a question for one, for one of you guys. I guess I'll ask, I'll ask Quentin. Yeah. Um, did Robin die tonight? Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. Well, I mean, yes and no. That's actually, you know what? This is a very good, like, opener for this first part. Because this is a question that has two answers, and one is yes and one is no, and they're both right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anyway, Joker stole a, this fucking bopping necklace. And he's JoJo posing for some reason. He is. He is. He's, he's, 
styling, actually. Yeah, he's 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 in his bag right now for sure. Mm-hmm. I fucking I love this characterization of the Joker because it feels very like undiluted. Yeah, it, this is this is this is Bronze Age Joker because he disappeared during the Silver Age. Then he had a big resurgence, which made him like the fucking mega popular character he is now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's getting attacked by Batman and Robin because you know he did a crime off panel and um. He responds to this by, quite frankly, ridiculously easily just shooting Robin. <laughs> like, yeah. like Robin's trying gun. to sneak up on him and maybe gets two steps into his sneak before the Joker, like, does a cool, a cool ass pose and shoots him in the arm, sending Robin hurtling over a cliff. It's pretty great. Um, and maybe, then Batman maybe runs. Cliff is a, is a bit of a. It's a building. Joke. It's the there. Side what of are the they building. standing on? There's Not like a building. Trojan statue and like. Fucking like pillars and columns. I would imagine it's some sort of museum. Yeah, where the um... okay, or maybe this is Maxi Zeus's place. He built like a Greek temple on top of a skyscraper. That would that would be awesome. Maybe. If that was the setting for this. Um, I I love the phrasing of uh, Joker calling Batman's aversion to gun uh, a a anti fire firearms fetish. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think didn't we have a discussion recently about whether Batman's no gun thing was real? Yeah, I mean he's he the no gun thing is kind of like from like the more kind of child friendly Batman stuff. Like he doesn't use guns, but he's not opposed to it. He doesn't kill. Um, like once again, shot Darkseid. That's the big thing. Also, like all of old back Batman when he used to kill. There was, like, a gray period where he stopped killing, but still just kind of had guns. Yeah. Okay. So there's yeah. more more, uh, more discussion on the on the guns. Plus, I mean, there's that one time, her, hmm, there's, the, there's, like, a goon. I think there's, like, one panel, and it's not, like, a big deal, where Batman, Batman, like, takes a gun out of a goon's hand, and, like, he, like, I don't remember what he's, this is, this is nothing, this yeah. is nothing, moving so, on. We, this, yeah. we could talk about this some other day. Hey. In the hit show Batman Beyond, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Robin's in peril, guys. Let's let's not beat around the bush here. Robin's in peril. Very, mm-hmm. very few times in comic books do I feel that guns are like very dangerous. But when when the Joker is very clearly like shown to be wielding a gun, and so much importance is placed on it, I know something's gonna happen. So Robin gets shot. Yeah, he sh- he shoots Robin on the on like the fucking sixth panel on like second page panel three like instantly fucking gets him. There's not like a build up or anything. Yeah, it just goes boom. He was not shot, and now he is shot. Which is, I mean, oftentimes how getting shot works is there's a period of time where you have not been shot, and then there's a period of time after the shooting where you've been shot. Now, where I would say this differs from most shootings is the dangling <laughs> from a building. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he tumbles off the side of a building, uh, but the grappling hook that he was using wraps around his legs and catches him, um, which is a good thing, uh, because he, there he is just snatched. Um, so now Batman has to make a choice between going after the Joker and uh, rescuing Robin. But Robin, Dick Grayson, is very like, yeah, I can do this, Batman. I'm good. I got it. 
you can go after him. <laughs> I, I Classic love Dick that. Grayson. I love that they play this up like it's a big decision, and then Batman just fucking beans Joker in the head with a batarang. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's not anything. Joker doesn't put up much that. of a fight after, the, <laughs> after this. He could have done that with one hand and, like, pulled Robin up with the other. But no, he, uh, he takes the time to take out Joker, and when he looks back, uh-oh, Robin fell. Yeah. I mean, and this is where I really do want to, like, highlight the difference because we we missed a little bit of substance with what exactly the jewels were and i made a note of this because mm-hmm. it is it is here that i realized the the massive difference between this sort of batman and and like the early early batman i can notice a clear distinction because he's sitting there and batman's kind of talking to the joker and he's like why why these these rocks they're, these jewels, they're bad. So many people have died for them. Why why continue the cycle of violence and Joker sitting there and talking about how it adds more value to the smile of death or whatever? But then I flashed back to um, Batman issue one, uh, where, where Batman literally killed a, a ton of goons for robbing a bank. Mm-hmm. He's learned so, to value people. They were, they were big. They were big, though. <laughs> They were, I mean, they were big, but that version of Batman, um, it really kind of got in my head, valued material possessions over, like, the sanctity of human life. And now, (laughs) that's not so much the case. Good job. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Golden Age Batman feels like a a Bronze Age Batman villain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, uh. Batman uh, picks up Robin uh, in a very dramatic pose that I'm sure is is that's that's the only time I'll ever hold a Robin like that. This yeah, isn't probably. a reference or anything oh, like that. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But I guess you saw it. Uh, I guess you saw Robin fall. Uh, the news. The news. It's the news, baby. Woo! That, it's the copter. The ch- the chopper. Uh, they saw it all, and um, whoever is piloting it, or, or whoever's sitting in there watching all this, says, Get me back to the studio, Frankie. Did Robin die tonight? Film at 11. Which, it's the name of the thing. It's the name of the comic. Um, yeah. But uh, Anyway, uh, yeah. They, they do the news. Joker goes to jail. Arkham Asylum. Rob, in fact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, he's very clearly <laughs> mentally ill. Yeah, very, very clearly, they... that's his only. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm that's, glad that's that Batman just fucking like, like a, like an, like a orphaned baby just left Joker like out in the front lawn in front of <laughs> Arkham Asylum. It does. They do describe it. Uh, the Joker was mm-hmm. dropped on the doorstep of Arkham Asylum like an unwanted child. <laughs> Bruce, you could have just taken him. <laughs> And I also think it's funny, just like the way that this panel is colored, the the Joker's mouth has been covered up with like white tape. Mm-hmm. It looks um, like he just has no it, mouth. It really <laughs> looks he like has he just no has no mouth. <laughs> anyway, uh, Robin's throwing a fit because he's like, "You're you're not gonna let me fucking fight crime," and Batman's like, "No, you you really fucked up, and it's kind of my fault because I enabled this." 
back when you were nine and I took you to commit your first murder, almost, which I don't condone anymore. He almost starts to realize that um, bringing children into his insane, uh, like, paramilitary activities is not good. Emphasis on almost, almost. thinks that. Almost. He, he considers, yeah. The conversation quickly, like, goes forward and then Dick is like, yeah, you can stop me from uh, fighting crime by your side, but you can't... You can't ask me to stop fighting crime. This is my yeah. destiny. This is my passion. And then it shows us a quick panel of, of him in a mask. And had the, like, the concept of Nightwing been introduced beforehand at, at this point? This is, well, this is a prequel issue. Oh, it is. Okay. Because because when Jason... This is a retcon. Because when Jason was originally first introduced, he was a trapeze artist. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know for a fact, but I believe this is well into the Teen Titans run. I do believe he is Nightwing at this point. Well, it's a cool, it's a cool yeah. illusion. Yeah. 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 This is also definitely the disco outfit era of Nightwing, so you know That's the best cool. one. Oh yeah, definitely. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Robin's like, okay, you can kick me out, but I'm gonna go do a Teen Titans about it, and Batman goes, cool. We'll see you around. <laughs> Uh, and then he goes to Commissioner Gordon, and Commissioner Gordon like, "Is Robin actually dead?" And he goes, "Uh, kinda." <laughs> this yep. is a very, this is a very odd. Meanwhile, the media <laughs> is like, "Holy shit, Batman just let a kid die." <laughs> yep. Um, and Commissioner Gordon is like, "Hey, you should tell them that he's not actually dead." You're just going your separate ways, and he goes, "I don't really care." Yeah, don't really care. <laughs> I mean, I also think like with the with the Nightfall Protocol being a thing, I think that dying is probably the best way to just make sure that no more criminals go after you. Oh, I was thinking about the the, the comic Nightfall for a minute. Forgot forgot about Arkham Knight for a minute. I was like, uh, I thought that was the justification he was gonna use, but yeah. he just says, "No, do I care what the press, what anyone thinks of my work? No, <laughs> his work. That's that's so weird. It's his is... job. No, but no, okay, listen. But like he describes it how an artist describes their gallery of paintings, his his works, his many works of beating the shit out of criminals." Uh, then it's like, hey, Vicky Vale's doing this. And then it moves, and then it moves to them having Batman or Bruce Wayne and Vicky Vale having a date. Yeah, not not Batman. <laughs> not Just Batman. Just no your normal billionaire friend, Bruce yep. Wayne. And then Vicky's like, "You should help me not support Batman anymore. You should be the. You should like denounce Batman publicly." <laughs> and then Bruce goes. <laughs> Bruce goes, why? And Vicky Vale goes, because of all that child endangerment. And he goes, is is that bad? Is that the worst? <laughs> is that a bad thing? Wait, hold on. Hold on, Vicky. I need you to be honest with me. Has that been bad? How long has that been bad? And she goes, forever, Bruce. And then he goes, well. Oh, fuck. And he fucking gets up and leaves. 
He runs. He runs away, and as he runs away, he turns back and says, I, I'm innocent. I'm just a victim of liberal guilt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a good this is a good story we're writing. That's not what happens. They walk by a hot dog stand. But and he uh, does say he's a the victim line of about guilt. liberal guilt is real. He does? Oh yeah. Uh okay, here's the time I'm gonna confess. <laughs> I'm gonna confess something. Yeah. Um So I I did a read through of this. And I took many notes, but I think it is it is most important to kind of share with the audience my mind going through this. And I hit a point where I found something so amazing and unbelievable that it made me delete all of my other notes and write down <laughs> exclusively that one because it is the only important detail to me. What? So <laughs> Okay, I'm looking forward to that. When we get to that, I'll tell you. But right now, I'm just kind of treading water. I don't remember too much. Um, I'm really here just to talk about the one thing when we get to it. That's perfectly okay. <laughs> that is I'm... so fine. Yeah. <laughs> that that excites me greatly. I, I love the one thing because it's always it's always Yeah, but usually so I have There's... like I usually I have like one cool thing and like still take notes on other things. This time I really just have one note. I have yeah. one note. <laughs> and it, I'm just kinda like floundering for the rest of this. Welcome we to my world, baby. <laughs> well, we could get through this uh, hot dog scene unless this is the the scene that. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. Guy uh, is buying a hot dog. You know, like a like a true American buying a hot dog at the hot dog stand, and somebody passes by, steals his wallet, and Bruce is like, "Oh wow, crap! This those guys stole his wallet," and he goes to try to beat him up and get the wallet back, and he's beats them up but he has to pretend that he can't he can't beat them up that much because then everyone will think he's batman uh so he beats them up a little bit and then gets beat up and he gets the wallet back the fighting style that he utilizes here can be read in many different ways like some uh classic wrestling techniques uh but the way that i've chosen to take it is that he's using like a yakuza zero breakdown style fucking like Disco Quinn, dance you know mode. I'm playing that game. Why did you That's spoil? I didn't. I, I didn't spoil game. anything. Uh, okay, I, I haven't gotten to that though. I did only play for like ten minutes. Okay, I haven't picked it back up yet. I'm just gonna it's, it's take just... this opportunity to say, if you have not played that game and you like video games, uh, check that game out. It's really good. Yakuza. Hey, Welcome to the Yakuza cast. Great game. One of my favorites. Like a dragon. I got that game for like three dollars. It was on sale like two weeks ago. Wow. Yeah. Sales are sales, am I right, fellas? Are crazy. Yeah, I mean, I love sales. Speaking of, what an expensive suit Bruce Wayne is wearing as he beats down on the. It's screen. a nice suit. It's a nice. It's suit. a nice Very fucking nice suit. suit. Everyone in this is dressed pretty snazzily. Yeah, I, I, like I do outfits, like these yeah. got these goons uh, who stole the wallet. Like one of them has a very nice hat. Two of them got nice hats. Oh yeah, I like the one. I, I like the one scene where they fucking kindergarten push him over one of the guys crouched on the ground. Yeah, that's classic. I love that too. I love how they're all wearing the same jacket. It's just a different color. different color. <laughs> it's so mm-hmm. like they're coordinated. Mm-hmm. You've got to respect that. Shout out to these uh, petty thieves. <laughs> Uh, 
Anyway, then Bruce and Vicky, they kind of they kind of part ways. Yeah. Head about their business. Um, Vicky says, I'm going to Crime Alley for fun. Uh, not for fun, for a story. <laughs> for, no, yeah, just a <laughs> casual stroll down the biggest crime spot. It's Crime Alley. Why? It's Crime Alley. It's the funniest named place in all of Gotham City. <laughs> it's, it's, it's for not Ma- even like it's, a nickname. It's, it's for something that rhymes crime with alley. It's for something that rhymes with fun. That's why she's going to Crime Alley. It's for Ma Gun. <laughs> the legend herself. <laughs> I think Ma Gun is hilarious. <laughs> a, she was she she's an Australian teacher. <laughs> she's an Australian teacher. She's a she's an Australian teacher. <laughs> she's opened up a school in Crime Alley called Ma Gun School. Ma Gun School for Boys. I didn't realize until now that Ma Gun could be my gun. Like, wait. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I, it I is. I assume that's intentional. <laughs> I believe it is. We'll get to. We'll get to why. We'll get um, to. We'll get to why that is. Is this? Is this? Uh, you know what? Dropping the pretenses. Ma Gun turns out to not be a cool person. Is this? Is this like a like an Australian stereotype? Is this like the thing like? Because she turned out to be a criminal. Oh yeah, and all, um, all Australians are criminals because yeah. it's a criminal island. It was a penal colony. Oh. That's interesting. I, I, that is an interesting interpretation. Yeah, I don't Whatever. Um, anyway, we get a fucking another flashback to Bruce Wade's parents dying. Yeah, because it's crime now. That always happens. His par- it, always if, if you didn't know, uh, when Bruce Wayne was a, a, a boy... His parents were killed, and that kind of sparked him into becoming Batman. If, if you if you don't know, you never heard about I, this. I would love if someone was listening to this, and as you say that, like, oh, that uh, that fucking <laughs> like that's wow, that makes so much sense. Wait, wait, wait! My favorite characters, Thomas and Martha. Yeah, yeah Dead? that's why I can't find any <laughs> stories about Thomas and Martha Wayne anywhere. Oh, oh yeah. Um, do we have any more to talk about Ma Gun, or can we move on to these two guys telling Batman it's a nice night for a stroll? Uh, we have to talk that. a little more about Ma Gun because we have to set up the the mirage of Ma Gun that exists. Tell us about Ma Gun. Oh, she's so nice. Batman goes to visit her school, and she's like so nice. She's like, yeah, you know, um, just trying to make a change, just trying to be, just trying to make a difference out here in Crime Alley. Opening up, you school. know me. I I love teaching and hate crime. It's yeah. me, my gun. Guys, nice... I'm gonna be honest. I did not expect anything out of this woman at all. <laughs> me which now I feel so me fucking absurd for <laughs> because she is a an Australian teacher who opened up a school in, in crime, crime alley. alley. In well, crime alley. I didn't suspect her. I I, I I don't blame myself for not suspecting her because he was Australian. You know, that's yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't. That, that was one of the notes I had written and then deleted. Was is this a weird, like, kind of racist Australian stereotype? And um, I don't know, but I did not suspect. I did not suspect Ma Gunn. I'll be honest. Did do you, you think guys this ex- is James? Do you think this is James Gunn's mom? I mean, hmm. yeah, I did not expect anything of Ma Gunn <laughs> when I first <laughs> read through. All right, well, talk about the two guys. Talk about the two guys for you. Uh, there's just these these very two uh these two very cool guys, 
Um, and as Batman is leaving Mongun School and going back to the Batmobile, he walks by them and they go, Hey, Batman, nice nice night for a stroll. And Batman goes, Gentlemen. <laughs> it's just a very funny little interaction <laughs> that I greatly appreciate. I think you, uh, d- like... You, you can interpret it as, hey, Batman, nice night for a stroll. Or you can interpret it as, hey, Batman, nice night for a stroll. Yeah, that, I really hope it's that second one, because yeah. I really like the idea of this Gotham has gotten to the point of where Batman is just, like, kind of a minor celebrity. The child murderer Batman. <laughs> yeah, this is the one that's being dragged by the media for child endangerment. Yeah. <laughs> These guys then... don't seem to care. And then, what happens on the next panel, guys? What happens on the next page? Uh, he has made his way back to the Batmobile, where he has discovered someone has jacked two of the tires off the Batmobile, and Batman starts laughing in Crime Alley, because he thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. It is and fair. <laughs> no, I think, I think he's laughing because he knows who did this. How would he know? <laughs> this he is knows. a completely he knows. random. No, what do you him. mean? What do you mean? He kn- this he is the first time he's an- met him. He knows that there is an impish little boy that goes by a very specific, very funny name, and it just. <laughs> <laughs> you think he, he's laughing? Like he's like, oh, Jason Todd did this. <laughs> Jason, had Jason Todd. No, Quentin. Oh, Jason Todd. Quentin, this is a legit, very like powerful and interesting moment. If you just reduced it to Jason Todd funny, which is what <laughs> I was so going funny. to do. So how dare you? <laughs> I don't know why. Like I've been I was poisoned. talking with Jack. I, like, <laughs> explain, explain why. Just saying Jason Todd will make me chuckle. Like it doesn't I, make any sense. I was talking with Jack a little bit before we started recording, and I, it just, oh my god, oh my fucking god. There's a moment. There's a moment in this comic that I laughed so hard. I was sitting eating my fucking cereal this morning. I was reading this on my phone. I spit out my cereal and could not stop laughing. And my dad said, what? What? What is going on? And I legitimately had to turn to my father and I said, Jason Todd. And he said, what does that mean? I think... Oh, no. Listen, I could talk for a whole hour about why I think Jason Todd is funny. But I think it boils down to um, just like... There's a bunch of... There are three inherently funny things about Jason Todd. Most funny thing, um, even though this probably wasn't true, is probably a little bit rigged, the audience voted for him to die. That is insane. <laughs> Second thing, um, the comic had Robin leave and do his own thing, so they still needed Robin. So they literally copy and pasted Dick Grayson, and then just the only difference at first was that his, his name was Jason Todd. <laughs> He was exactly the same in every other way. I think that's just funny that they just made a second Robin. Until this comic. Yeah. Well, no, this is a prequel. Jason Todd already existed, guys. Well, no, but he was a copy of Dick Grayson until this yeah, until, comic. Yeah, until, yes, correct, correct. Backstory. The third thing, um, he has two first names. <laughs> what? So does oh. Dick Grayson. Uh, yeah. Technically, yeah. Yeah. But Dick Grayson isn't the other two things. Wait, wait. Tim Drake 
is also is, that's the other Robin. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, yes. That's also is Drake a first name? Drake is definitely a first name. I've never have met you anyone. Have ever heard Drake. of the rapper Drake? Well, I, I, that's famous. a good point. Actually, <laughs> it's a fair point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All the Robins got two first names, except for Stephanie Brown, which is why she's the best Robin. What about Damian Wayne? I don't think Wayne's a first name. What about Cassandra Kane? I've, I've met someone named Wayne. Cassandra Kane has never been a Robin. She should be though. Yeah, she. Bruce is like, I love all. I love all five of my children equally. Cassandra, you don't get to be Robin. You don't. You don't get it. We. You know what? I, and this is a serious like query. There are all of these comics about the Robins being like rising up to the mantle and being Batman. Mm-hmm. Have we gotten a comic where Batman gets demoted and becomes a Robin? <laughs> <laughs> I, if we do, if we haven't gotten that, that's a huge missed opportunity, and I hope that's, that's a good idea. I hope that some comic writer is listening right now just to implement that idea. Anyway, does, what did you actually want to talk about, Jason Todd? Oh yeah, so he walks back because because he steals the tires off of the Batmobile and he only does like two of them. Yeah, he's coming yeah, and back. And he's a small boy. Then they're hard and then to he comes nap back to... to take the rest. Hard to transport And Batman's them. there. <laughs> and Batman's there. Batman's there. And he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> he says, whoops. <laughs> he does say whoops. <laughs> Actually, I believe those are. I believe there's two O's. I believe it's whoops, whoops, whoops. And, and then, what is Jason Todd's first? What is his first reaction to this? <laughs> he has a tire iron. Yeah, Quentin. And then he says, "It wasn't me." <laughs> he says, "Who says I took him?" Batman and then he goes, hides the tire iron in yeah. his back. Batman goes, "What's the tire iron for then?" And Jason Todd <laughs> is a fucking, fucking audacity. <laughs> he just fucking hits Batman with the tire iron and right fucking books it. Right in the And gut. Batman, Batman goes, you little son of a gun. And then he calls him a big boob. <laughs> Guys, I have a weird conspiracy I've noticed, and I don't know what it means, but I... I, it has to mean note? something. Is this your one it note? Has... What? Is this your one no, note? No, no, this is not my one okay. note. This is not my one note. This is just another thing I've noticed. <laughs> Microsoft. Um, not, as, not as important as my one note. Trust me, we'll get there. Okay. Um, here Jason calls Batman, try and catch me, you big boob. It is like the fifth thing he says to Batman. Um, You want to know what, like, the last thing Joker says to Jason before he kills him. Joker calls Batman a righteous boob. Jason's career as Robin begins with him calling Batman a boob and ends with him hearing someone else call Batman a boob. And I don't know why Jason's career is in between two boobs. And that feels like it's on purpose, but I don't know <laughs> why or no how or what that would purpose. mean. <laughs> There's no way that's on purpose, right? No, 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 I, no. I think, I think the fact that the writers definitely intentionally 
made it so that ba- mm. that Jason's career begins and ends with a big old boob. That's yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard the window startup noise. Can I ask? I also heard the window startup noise. It wasn't me. <laughs> Sorry, I have I have fucking. Uh, th- <laughs> you you need to update your. I almost your... said Thor. I almost said Thor Ragnarok up. I have fucking God of War Ragnarok up on my fucking TV, and what I've done is expertly to get rid of all of the sound. I have um just opened up the menu for like the PS5, and I just got a notification. So now I'm going to turn my television off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, great. Okay, anyway, moving and on. Hopefully, that should not happen again. So two big boobs, two uh, voluptuous breasts that Jason mm-hmm. is situated betwixt uh, as he is taking off. Uh, I love his fit here. Let's talk about the fit a little bit. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that black vest. The um, the red long pants. Sleeve, red shirt. The red pants that are two very distinct. Colors yeah, his, of pants, red. his pants are gonna change. Nerd his pants, pants are gonna are gonna change color at a point. Shirt. Yeah, but it's uh. It's a pretty cool... I don't even know. He has a Poison Idea shirt on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a, like... A... I think that's just an in-universe thing. He also has a Poison Idea poster. Right. Yeah. No cool no cool callbacks or anything. This can't... I mean, this is another thing that would have literally been impossible, but he's wearing the Red Hood color scheme. It's just a color. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, I what, know. What are you talking about? I mean, it's Robin. It's Robin. I know. I mean, that tire iron looks suspiciously like a crowbar to me. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that one might have been on purpose. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Then he starts smoking like every other child does. Yeah, Batman <laughs> follows him back to his uh, home. Yeah, he ran back to his home, thinking he had escaped Batman, but then Batman just walks into his house. Yeah, and he starts smoking because he's, like, edgy, and, uh, you know, he doesn't have a family, which he tells Batman. He he does have a lot of tires, though. Does he have a lot of tires? Does the fucking Batmobile just use regular-ass tires? I mean, I guess so. Those are the same exact tires. (laughs) He doesn't- you don't need, like- does Batman need like cool tires? I... He doesn't have like speed racer like claw tires to climb up walls. Well, he no, should, but like at least like bulletproof tires, right? I mean, maybe. Do those look? I... I've never. I'm not. A I don't know. I don't know if a bulletproof tire would look different to the layman such as ourselves. I mean, true. This. I mean, this version of the Batmobile is basically just a sports car. D- with a face on it <laughs> so it's not too but like i and i did want to address this earlier batman's technology is very famously specifically designed not to be fucked with like in in justice league the fucking epi- the two-part episode in justice for all there mm-hmm. is an entire scene of lex Luthor trying to break into the fucking bat belt mm-hmm his his utility belt. It well, does I, not work. I as... I expect he installed all that after discovering just a a child who's determined enough can easily just Steal ruin his day. Jason Todd. Jason yeah. Todd, the little um. child. Jack's his tires. Jack's Batman, the billionaire Bruce Wayne in disguise as tires. Mhm. 
Probably pretty nice tires. They're probably fucking awesome tires. Anyway, Batman's like, okay, I'm not going to call the cops or get, like, child services. Uh, but you have to at least go to school. Um, I'm going to send you to Ma Gun. And Jason goes, yeah, okay. Okay, sure. Yeah, he's yeah, sure. reluctant. Like, Batman kind of brings him along eventually, convinces him after this conversation. <laughs> and, you know, says he trusts. Like, this is such a trustworthy lady right here, Ma Gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Faye, Faye Gun. Faye Gun. Faye Gun. Faye Gun. She has, a, she has a first name. Though. It sounds like faking. <laughs> and uh, and then there's two panels. Uh, the last two panels. Second. The last, last two panel. panels. Second to last panel is Batman waving goodbye to Jason. Learns this last Jason. panel. Jason says, "See you, last... Batman. He can live right here on the premises." Good day, Batman. Ma Gun mm-hmm. says. And we'll Batman says, learn time. something, Jason. <laughs> and now, everyone, on this final page, I have my note. Would you like for me to read you my note? Yeah. Please. Please. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm just, just clearing my throat. I want to make sure I get a, a good read on it. That kid has a fucking nunchuck. <laughs> what? He does. That kid has a fucking has nunchuck. nunchuck. Yes. Um. <laughs> you guys know that that so so nunchucks. They're like you know they're they're it's like a Japanese old weapon. Um, m- much like a lot of Japanese weapons, specifically like ninja weapons and stuff. It's a repurposed farming tool. Nunchucks are just generally less effective than just using like a baseball bat. Yeah. Where did but this they're... kid get like steel <laughs> nunchucks? <laughs> And why? It made he has well. He that's has, like that's he a has question a chain. that we will not be able to answer. He has a chain. Okay. No, no. I gotta listen. Listen. These <laughs> kids. These kids. I have. I have fucking did, done a like a like a deep dive into everything. So so okay. Uh, so these explain these what's happening are, on the panel. Like just okay. take a step oh, back. Those are I, the same guys from before. Those are th- the pickpockets. That's what I was getting to. <laughs> what the fuck? It is. So okay, okay. So Faye Gun, she pulls out a, a cigarette and starts smoking it. A cigar, even. And, it's a cigar. Uh, yeah, whatever. The, le- the least important thing about this page in my <laughs> yeah, opinion. I no, if did I mention? Teaches, I really, if this comic did I? Anything? It is that children smoke cigarettes. The good guys smoke pipes. And the bad guys smoke cigars. <laughs> Did I mention the kid with the nunchuck, Quentin? The cigar does not matter. Anyway, it reveals that Ma Gun is like a crooked old woman. And she's actually basically running a goon school. Um, and you see her four other students. Um, three of them are the guys who did the robbery earlier. You got Hat Guy 1, Hat Guy 2. You got... This guy with a tank top, a skull tattoo, a collar, and a switchblade. Um, and then you have this fourth guy, who, from what I <laughs> understand, from what I understand, he was not at the. I'm assuming this guy's their leader. I'm because looking he back. was not I'm at the. Right now I don't think. Check. I don't think. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't there. There, there was. There was three. a. There only. Three there was a. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, and one of yeah. one of them. Yeah. And so this fourth guy, this fourth guy, I'm assuming he's like the the big dog on campus. Um, 
He's got a leather jacket with a chain around it. He's got this fucking snazzy pair of fingerless gloves. He has cross earrings. And he's wielding a motherfucking nunchuck. And he's he's threatening... Listen, so, so Jason Todd is in the middle of these guys looking very scared. Um, but he's only face-to-face with one of them. And it's the one with the nunchuck. So he's scared of the nunchuck. Yeah. He's literally... The nunchuck is being held in front of his face. Well, if we trace his line of sight, he's actually looking at Ma Gunn smoking this very nifty cigar. Yeah, but the, the, and, and, about, and listen to what I she's saying. What, what, what she's saying is... We've got a new... I can't do an Australian accent. We've got a new pupil loves the Batman sent him. Now he wants to snuff the little stoolie for little for old Ma. That's pretty foreboding. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, snuff is usually used as a term yeah, for murder. To kill. Yeah, mm-hmm. Which, oh yeah, they're all holding weapons and standing around. <laughs> Maybe that is the plan. Well, well only two of them have weapons. What she said. Listen, listen, guys, guys, guys. People. I don't, I don't mean to keep nailing in this very important point that I are actually you, do mean to keep nailing in. He does. You imagine you were, imagine you were walking down a dark alley, and a I man will. steps out to mug you. Yep. And he pulls out a gun. Okay, I'm scared. He pulls out a knife. Okay, this guy's got confidence, or maybe he can't afford a gun. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I'm not more or less scared, but the range of what I should be has widened. If a guy fucking pulls out a nunchuck, I'm terrified. What does he know that I don't? Because I know nunchucks are a useless, ineffective weapon. But if this guy's confident enough to mug me with a nunchuck, I'm terrified. A single nunchuck, only one. And that could be taken in several different ways because it could be it could be a guy who's just masterfully trained. Exactly. But also, one of the basics of like, just like the worst person to fight. Is an insane is an insane individual. <laughs> yeah, unpredictable. Like if this guy is a person whose brain legit thinks a nunchuck is a good idea, <laughs> I'm terrified of that guy. Yeah, I'm saying I listen. I know I said we should never take things back, but I really need to make some edits to my top ten Batman villains. <laughs> I God well, fucking I one. Cor- no. I want to make one correction. You said he has one nunchuck. We're not. Sure, that is not a guarantee. His other oh, arm yeah. is completely off-panel. He could have two. He could, he could have two nunchucks. He could be right? chucking squares. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess. I'm, I'm reading like... the Wikipedia page for nunchucks right now. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so do we? Uh, I will say I did. Batman? Okay, I did go to the next comic and I looked at the first three pages. He's gone. What? <laughs> like he's just we like not like when we comic. when we pick up in the same scene, he's just not there. What? Anyway, that was my thing. So there's a so you're saying that there's yeah, a I ghost. Mean, this, this was a wheel. How did you all feel when you first saw this panel? I was I I would go I as was del- I was delighted. Yeah, I would go as far as to say I was shocked. <laughs> like it was <laughs> so out of nowhere for me. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi, Quinn. For some What's reason, up? it it took that moment to decide that my Discord needed to be refreshed. Oh no! Have you been okay, cool. This whole nunchuck conversation. Or? No, 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 no. I said, I said. So there's a ghost haunting Jason Todd. Yeah, I didn't a, hear any of that. Nunchucks. 
Didn't hear any of that. Yeah. Anyway, I've now skimmed through the whole next issue. There does not the nunchuck guy appears to not come back. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that so so again, again, just like the Hugo Strange issue. I was I was upset. We picked another issue that just ends it's on the, the Bronze Age. They do arcs. Why? Then yeah. why are we picking that? Why are we doing this? Because we did the Golden Age. We did the we did the Golden Age. We did the Silver Age. I think, in my mind, I think we should do one of the two-parter arcs that we can knock out in one episode, and then we should move on to the modern age. We can't just only do two episodes of Broads and be like, that's it, that's our opinion on that. I, I agree we'll go. with that, but why didn't we, why did we read this when now we are, are borderline committing ourselves? Because it's the like, Jason Todd origin! Then, we don't, we're not committing we, to anything! Why didn't we? Why didn't we uh, read Hugo Strange? Jack, you, Jack, you can guess what happens. You can guess no, what happens. It's easy. No, I can't. This was Why a prequel. Jason Ma Todd Gun was already Robin. Why is Ma Gun doing this, Will? <sighs> no, 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 no. Here's my prediction. Jason gets shot, and then Batman turns to the camera and goes, What is this, some sort of death in the family? And then and then it, it plays out like a drum sound and like the the, the clap. Yeah, the, the comic makes cheers. a drum sound. Yeah, <laughs> and then I mean, all there are all sorts of like little interactive features, very like modern for it. You know those cards that you open them up and they play like music. Yeah. They they had that, but for every single page of the comic book. And it just made a pedumptish. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So anyway, do, do we want to do panel? favorite panel? Yeah. yeah, let's do favorite panel. Yeah, I have yeah. mine. I have. Mine. I, I mean, I have mine. I'm sure you can probably guess it. I have two. <laughs> they might be the like the two best. So I don't know. What okay, I'll go first. It's the one with the inexplicable nunchuck man <laughs> who's never seen before or after. I think that one was gonna be popular. <laughs> the nunchuck ghost. When what's your? It's favorite? not a ghost. Why would he be a ghost? He's perfectly alive. <laughs> Oh well, because he's just there, and then he gets defeated. Uh, my favorite, pa my my favorite panel, my favorite panel is on page twenty-one, bottom left panel. And I would <laughs> I would love to read out the dialogue here because this is this is the this is the panel that made me fucking spit out my cereal and have that whole entire thing. He goes, "It's a good one." I don't want to wind up in some crummy orphanage or some foster home where I'm somebody's pet charity case. I'm my only man. Me. <laughs> my, my own man. Me. Jason Todd. And I read that line of dialogue and I had the fucking freak out of my life. And I love it. I love the artistry. I love the expression on Jason's face. And I love the fact that this is the first time in this comic... That we see the name Jason, Jason Todd, Todd in bold. I love it. Batman's response opinion. to it is so fucking good. <laughs> Jason, Jason Todd, Todd huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you introduce yourself to someone and they just went, huh? Huh? <laughs> Pretty fancy handle. Yeah. <laughs> fancy handle. Now, what about you, Jack? My favorite is one we briefly touched on. <laughs> when Batman arrives back to the Batmobile to see that it has been 
uh, his tires have been stolen. <laughs> the the panel <laughs> and Batman does something he has never done before in Crime <laughs> Alley. Just him cracking the fuck up. <laughs> it's a good ha 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 ha! It's a it's a, a a rare in the Bronze Age uh, of him just like busting a gut. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Four Oz, like a shining. <laughs> the panel he's is actually, like a shining actu- sun of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually laughed in every issue of the Bronze Age we've reviewed. Okay. Then, yeah. then ignore what I said. That doesn't make. Yeah. Then what I said yeah. doesn't make any sense. Ignore. Oh, you mean yeah. the two issues of the Bronze Age that we went yeah. through? But it I... seems like it's a more serious. Like it's yeah, a... this is a much more. This is a much more important moment than laughing at the idiot mayor. It's a more serious uh, comic in general. A little more, uh, you know, sad, and then uh, a little more violent. <laughs> But I so, enjoyed this moment of, of comedy. Jack, you said you had two. Oh, the two were the what? The other one was just the nunchuck panel. Yeah, yeah, the nunchuck panel. <laughs> Come on. That, it's a the nunchuck panel. panel. You could put that in any comic, and I don't think it would ever get worse than the <laughs> silver medal in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I really, I know we called the nunchuck panel. I think every part of this panel was amazing. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. But I think the inexplicable nunchuck man really, <laughs> really did it for me. The one guy with the baseball cap looks like he's winking at the camera. Yeah, he absolutely is. He doesn't look like it. He is. I like the guy in the back with the other guy with the hat. Just looks like he's happy to be there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then we have fucking granny goodness over here. Smoking her fucking. What a twist that would be! (laughs) (laughs) This is fucking Darkseid's right hand woman. Honestly, I was kind of running an orphanage. (laughs) Um, we want to do Shui Schwarbage. I would love to do Shui Schwarbage. Give us that order, Will. Uh, Quentin, me, and Jack. Okay, Shway and or Schwarbage, uh, now is the time to decide. Never had this question posited before. So, the thing that I, the thing that I'll say about this, very few of the comics we've reviewed have balanced all of, like, the essentials of a Batman story for me. What? Good crime fighting, good Bruce Wayne stuff like dynamic action scenes uh emotional moments it's all here this is such like this is when you get the fucking taco with all the fixins this is when i had tacos yesterday yeah this is when you get that one good bite that has everything on it and it's just so good and i found myself at some point reading through this and going like this is a fucking batman story like if this was somebody's first introduction to batman first thing they'd say is what the fuck is going on <laughs> but then i mean all of all of the stuff is explained it's got all of the batman stuff it's got the the murder of bruce wayne's parents we allude to that it's got crime alley it's got batman it's got robin it's got 
Jason Todd. It has uh, Ma Gunn. Just all of those important Batman characters. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon is there for three seconds. Alfred's there. <laughs> I just had like such a, a, a good, fun time reading this. It's got everything. Shway. All right. Are you guys ready? Yes. Jason Todd, 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 that's one Jason Todd for every time he appears in a panel. This gets a shway. Which, by my estimate, is 29 Jason Todd's. So, it's the most we've had so far. So that is way. by far the most we've had so far. Mm-hmm. I think that, it for me, it was kind of hard to assess this comic because it just <laughs> ended abruptly. <laughs> right when the plot began. It's kind of like having uh, Quentin's taco, but then as you're holding the taco, you've eaten half of it and it just materializes, dematerializes into thin air. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that, I, it's that moment when you've wait, sort of eaten wait, hold on. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Jason no, Todd forgot about the cover. You that's forgot about the cover. Yeah. That's really that's thirty by my estimate. To continue the the taco analogy, uh, it's the moment when you're eating the taco and you've like taken the wrong bite, and all of the taco stuff falls out onto the plate <laughs> out of the shell or wrap. The place I went to had extra tortillas so that if it that happened, you could make a second little taco. And that's the second issue. And I assume that's the second issue. <laughs> I have never read the second issue. And I don't know if I ever will unless we talk about it on the show. That's so I sad. I, well, I, what I, got, I about it. What I got out of this issue, I don't think I'm, I'm ever going to regret it. Um, so I'm giving this a shway as well. I'm locking in with you too. You well deserved. Walking through those pearly gates. Yeah, Jason Todd's in heaven now. Until uh, Crisis, when Superboy Prime punches the universe so hard he gets shot back down to Earth. I haven't, I haven't discussed. We haven't discussed this, but is Heaven Shway and Hell Schwarbage? No. Way around. I don't think there. I don't think you can. You can put more i don't because shway and schwarbage are measures of personal quality not of morality yeah there's no morality in schwarbage like i yeah i've given some garbage uh shway and i've given some like good media schwarbage oh oh no i was i was literally saying we should we should rate the concepts of heaven and hell i mean like how how would we do that like how would we do that that would require a lot of like theological discussion that I don't think I'm. I've you know what I've read. read <laughs> I've read the the saga of Dante's Inferno. I've read those. Um, I've read Paradise I mean, Lost. Paradise Lost is weird. I like how a lot all of the books we just mentioned are just like Christian fan fiction, and they're all a lot of fun to read. Yeah, you know that in the Inferno, like three of the circles of hell are completely frozen over it's great yeah i thought that was impossible yeah i know it's the it's the funny bit when they meet the devil he's literally stuck in like up to his chest in a frozen lake and he can't get out wow 
Well, we can. Yeah. We should definitely uh, add that to the queue. Uh, the divine comedy. Yeah. <laughs> the divine, <laughs> divine comedies. comedies. Yeah, absolutely. Let's add it to the queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expect yeah. that soon. We'll be I'm actually first. going to do that now, Jack. Oh, we'll sure never do it, but it'll just stay on the queue. <laughs> Things we'll get to. <laughs> okay, guys, I have a great segue. It's not. Yeah, I know. Okay, I thought okay. of one. I thought of one. But oh, you well, go. You, you go. You, well, you do your no, I haven't, I haven't finished mine. I've just made a connection between okay. what we were talking about in the next episode, but you seem like you got something. Speaking of things that are uh, in some way Italian... <laughs> We got. Uh, <laughs> is that good? It's never too late to that's, change topics. That's so good. I was gonna talk about how there's like a there's like a there's you know a priest in the next one, and that's oh, yeah. a, that's a, that's a Bible. Um, that's a Bible. <laughs> we got a we got a an episode of Batman the Animated Series, episode twelve, I think it is. Depending on the listing, yeah. Just just listen. There's like three different episode lists for Batman the Animated Series. Just find it's never too late. It's called you don't never need too to late, know. and it's like you don't a need mob. To know else. It's a mob episode, so that's why I say it, it's related to Italy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's never too late. Yeah, it's it's never too late. It's never too late. Yeah. Well, do you do you have a riddle? You want to like throw in here? I do, but I, I, I mean, I should, I should do one, but I like didn't do it. Do we want okay, to do it fine. now? We'll skip. Yeah, let's it. Do, we'll it do it. No, no, we're doing one. Okay, we're let's doing do it, it in between. Um, unusual perspective. Unusual perspective. Man, all the unusual perspective ones suck. <laughs> um, what can boil and freeze at the same time? What can boil and freeze at the same time? What can boil and freeze at the same time? Hydro-Man? No. no. <laughs> I don't, is, is someone named Boil? That's the only guess I have. Someone oh, holy sh- Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's fucking Victor Free. It's fucking Mr. Freeze, because Boil is the one who- I'm going to need shit. you to be more specific and less wrong. It's, I mean, it's fucking Nora Freeze. It's, you scan Nora I need Freeze. you to be less wrong. <laughs> I, I, I mean, is it Boyle Industries? Is, wait, Boyle was it? Industries. <laughs> that sounds right. Boyle Incorporated. Boyle Boiling. <laughs> okay, you're, you're close. I'll give you guys, e- I'll give Quentin a fourth of a point and Jack half of a point. What? Okay. Uh, it was f- it was the the poster in the steel mill for Boyle Cryogenics. Why did I get? Le- I was the one who brought <laughs> yeah, it back to Mister Freeze. It's not. It doesn't. It's, you said scan his wife. <laughs> She's not a poster for the company he worked at. I well, I you know what I was thinking. You know, along the lines of your mom, and you know, it's just what? Yeah, well, you I... you are down to one sixteenth of a point because of the, your mom. We, have joke. you been keeping score? <laughs> no, but I should. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea, actually. <laughs> now that we're <laughs> getting fucking fractions of points here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, Ten as, points to Jack. Let's talk about it's not too late. <laughs> yeah, as we continue forward reviewing um, all of 
all of the episodes featured on the Batman VHS tape out of the shadows. Um, <laughs> really? First, yeah, I've got we... Batman in my basement, and now it's never too late. Yep. Uh, next this was random, by the way, which is awesome. Yeah, we, we spun a wheel for this one, um, which we have done in the past at least once. Yep. It's a great method. <laughs> it's a great method. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is anyway. uh, yeah, Quinn. No, 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 you got it. This is uh, an episode that begins with the Batman the Animated Series intro, which I never have any opinions about. Really, I keep trying. I keep trying to have thoughts on the intro. I never do. Does anyone it's have thoughts red. on the intro? Very red. Very red. Will any thoughts on the intro? <laughs> Okay, we're introduced to a, a gang conflict that's going on in Gotham between the big two, um, Rupert Thorne, you know him, you love him, and uh, mm-hmm. you may not know him, but you will come to love him, Arnold Stromwell. <laughs> I like how the news showed the two of them like it's the, the screen for the start of a match of Smash Bros. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And that's what this is. This is Smash Bros. over the fate of the city. And Thorn <laughs> versus Stromwell. Stromwell. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Imagine this. All right, you're playing Smash Bros. You're playing Smash Bros. Bro. You're playing. You you're click. playing melee. You're playing melee. Okay, you're playing melee. Um, yeah. You click on. You click on. <laughs> um. You click on Rupert Thorn. The announcer goes. Rupert Thorne, and then from your Wii remote you hear, let the boys get some air, in a very distorted (laughs) 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 that's why I had to be brawling yeah, it had to be brawl, it had to be brawl it had to be brawl, no 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 you showed me me the error of my ways (laughs) oh my god yeah. I like how it's like it's like it's a it's uh, uh, the news is playing. They're talking about it. Commissioner Gordon's like it's a war of old versus young, and young's got an advantage. Young if is you had sh- Yeah, if you had shown me an image of Thorn and Stromwell next to each other, I would not have been able to tell which one was old yeah. and which one was young. One These are two old stuck. men. Has stark white yeah. hair. Thor's hair other... is all white, and the other one is like wrinkly. Yeah, yeah. Stromwell has like. Jet black hair. Yeah, he's. I, it's maybe. Maybe it's been chemically altered and colored. I like the Joker. So. Like the. Is Stromwell the Joker? No, no. Because damn it, it's never too late. What? It's never too late. <laughs> it's never too late. <laughs> um, I really appreciated Commissioner Gordon's comments on live television. Just like owning Stromwell, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> calling him out for losing the gang war to Robert Thorne. <laughs> yeah. He sucks at Smash Bros. Yeah, Stromwell's yeah, like... having a tough tough time. They're having an He's... Iron Man. He what? They're having an Iron Man. Yeah. Not not the the comic the video game Iron like where you take characters. They call it a Smashdown in Ultimate. They're doing a Smashdown for the fate of the city. Yeah, they're doing a smashdown, and I love how Commissioner yeah. Gordon goes. Rupert Thorne is in the is in the lead, but it's never too late for Stromwell <laughs> to pull through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. And he looks at the camera. <laughs> he winks. 
Uh, and then Stromwolf's like, But my son! Where did he go? Where did he go? Stromwolf's really mad because his son is missing. Thorn must have kidnapped him, my Rupert son! Rupert Thorn! <laughs> he thinks, uh, he, he thinks Rupert Thorn had something to do with it. Yeah, I think it. Rupert Thorn <laughs> had something to do with this. <laughs> so he wants to Somebody get... call a meeting with Rupert Thorn! <laughs> he calls a meeting? With Rupert Thorne. <laughs> I just had a I just had a call with Rupert Thorne to set up a meeting. <laughs> I'm driving to the meeting spot at, as we speak. It's at Pete's. <laughs> it's that famous it's restaurant Pete's. Pete's. <laughs> um, where they are where Rupert Thorne and his boys are all are all drinking a uh, mysterious orange liquid that is either some sort of orange soda or alcohol. <laughs> Probably orange soda. <laughs> Could be apple juice. I I love because I was like, what what blatant censorship is these six mob bosses sitting in a fucking like little Italian restaurant. In a little yeah, Italian little restaurant drinking orange juice discussing murder. <laughs> They're discussing how they are going to murder Stromwell. Yeah. Uh with explosives. Uh, <laughs> They're gonna blow him up. I hit a point in this episode where I was like, man, I miss how, I miss when, like, bad guys could just, oh, Quentin, there's an echo. Well, Quentin? We fixed a, it. No, no more echo. echo. We fixed it. Okay. I'll I don't know what you're talking about. Um, what was I saying? Oh, uh, yeah, I got to a point where I was like, man, it's really cool these guys have Tommy guns. Because, like, yeah. in the Batman and, and Bat- Beware the Batman, they're just like, we have laser guns. They just have regular old, like, gangster got cool classic guns. guns. Yeah, like, fire um, bullets. And they're gonna blow up, they're gonna blow up Pete's. That's their plan. Yeah. They're gonna blow Pete up. Pete does not get a say in this. Yeah, no, I felt Pete bad for Pete Pete this episode. Because he's in, he knows about the plan. Like, he he's in on the plan. Mm-hmm. But he, he does not like seem really enthused about it. He never my, my next my next note is 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 does anyone else getting like weird Christmas Carol vibes from this? It does yes. kind of have a Christmas vibe. <laughs> Maybe we've been reading uh, too much Long Halloween, <laughs> which is kind of like <laughs> um, you know Rupert Thorne's kind of a stand-in for Falcone, and you could maybe. Well, I don't know if Stromwell is a stand-in for Maroney, but... Nah, Str- Stromwell's a stand-in for uh, Scrooge. Yeah. McDuck. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not McDuck, but... Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, this is, a Christmas, um, this is a Christmas Carol. Merry Christmas, everyone. It's Merry definitely... Christmas. It doesn't have anything to do with Christmas, but it has, like, the <laughs> same vibe. It has this the... coming out... has that redemption vibe. Yeah. Yeah. This is coming out post Thanksgiving, which means it is officially in the Christmas period, and we just christen it uh, by read uh, by not reading by <laughs> watching this episode, which is definitely a Christmas Carol, but Batman, a Batman Carol. Um. Then we uh 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 our our boy, the man, the myth, the legend, who I'm giving a very long title because I forgot his name, Stromwell. Um. He has a flashback uh, on his way to the meeting because he sees a train. Um, this, this, him as a child is hilarious. He's hanging out with his, his little brother and his little brother's like, I don't, I don't want that candy. You stole it. And he's like, 
Hey, I stole the candy. <laughs> I'm gonna rule this town someday. Yeah, that that I'm is my favorite line. <laughs> he, he, he he goes he goes he goes. Uh, he's like, I'm gonna rule this town someday. Imagine, do you guys got little cousins? Yeah, I do. I want you to imagine your littlest cousin. Imagine if they just walked up to you and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna be a mob boss when I grow up," and then they did it. It's wild. It, like, like I, I don't, I don't know what I want to do for the rest of my life right now. This kid no. fucking had it as a little boy, he did. and it was crime. And he, well, he, he we're see, we're witnessing him in his fall period. Like, this is his decline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, from the the pinnacle of his power but he he got he got a pretty he did it pretty darn high in the gotham crime world which is mm-hmm. not easy so world. so then he gets his gets his foot stuck in a train track which is my least favorite danger trope quinn i'm gonna i'm gonna sass you a little bit in one of our earliest episodes you said you hated when people were like hanging from ledges no um, no 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 no. this was <laughs> in our episode payback and i'm going to rehash this because we've had a this is a weirdly like intrinsically tied back because both this episode it's never too late and that episode payback uh we've we've made very many jokes about the title of the episode that being uh it's payback time (laughs) Mm -hmm. and this being it's never too late uh but i do remember what you're talking about i said that i hate the trope of in the middle of a battle a random civilian (laughs) falling off and batman or anybody any superhero having to go out of their way, take their attention away from mm-hmm. the, the villain, and go out of their way to go and save them, which either does one of two things. It either lets the villain get away or puts the hero in, like, a disadvantageous position um, so that the villain can, like, do bad stuff. Like that episode of Mega Man where he saved Abraham Lincoln. Exactly. Yeah. And he, he goes, President, President Lincoln, and then he runs in front of and get takes the shot mm-hmm. from Proto-Man. Anyway, yeah, so that's how I feel about getting your foot stuck in the train tracks. I don't think there is a, like, danger trope I dislike more. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of just like, get your it's foot fucking, out of the train tracks. Get your, take your shoe off. <laughs> oh, that's actually a really good take point. Take your shoe yeah, off, you it's can, the easy, it's... You can definitely escape, but... It, I've never had my foot stuck in train tracks, so I don't know exactly. Don't how go it fucking stand on the part try. of train tracks. I'm, I'm not gonna test it out though. Listen, while they're standing hanging out on the train, train yard, <laughs> like while they're just hanging on, out in the train yard. <laughs> while standing on train tracks, don't step in the tiny sliver of space where your foot can get stuck. I legit. Do you know I'm, how much of the train track is good walking real estate? A lot. Most. Most. I'm gonna be honest. I, as a human being, have gotten my foot stuck in a train track before. <laughs> and happened. <laughs> Explain it happened. what happened, Quinn. So I was walking along like the side rail of the train track, and my foot slipped and mm-hmm. got caught in between. And the first thing I did, without 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 even thinking, my like I just slipped my like foot out of the shoe. And then used my hands to like wedge the shoe out because it was there. There wasn't an object inside, so mm-hmm. I could just kind of like smush it. Right. Yeah. That yeah. seems me, like a pretty reasonable thing to do. Yeah. Took me literally fifteen seconds to deal with that entire ordeal from the moment I realized I had my foot stuck. Uh, anyway, this is the man running 
the crime of Gotham. <laughs> well, he's grown as a person. <laughs> he can probably get out easily now, but it takes him a while. Uh, his brother is, is going, Arnie, Arnie, like, get out of there. Arnie, don't get hit by the train, train. you fucking the, the train is now coming by the, the tr- like, yeah. Honk, yeah. honk, honk. And then there's a very cool shot of it emerging from the fog, and then th- for this... Uh, wait, is this, the, do, do we see him get out of the first we one? We see him get out. He, he does yeah. not get hit by the train, but it looks like his brother does get hit by it. Like, while trying yeah, yeah, yeah. to, uh, you know, get, while, yeah, try- while trying to help him out, it appears his brother was hit by a train. Yeah. So. So this is a traumatic experience for, uh, Arthur to this day that he's still, um, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. An important thing to note about the sequence is that it is actually two separate sequences yeah, that play at two different yeah. times. Well, there's there's three the flashbacks. Yeah. Three yeah. Flashbacks. yeah. 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 Um, and that's actually one of the biggest compliments I want to give this episode is that it balanced that like slow drip feed of information really well. Mm-hmm. Um, because it showed us like the time up until it, it showed us uh, a little bit the, the first time that it showed us that flashback uh, a little bit of the beginning was missing and a little bit of the ending was missing um and i like how they sort of just showed us the middle without any of the context we didn't know important things um like the other kid was actually arnie's little brother um Right. For some reason, and we'll save. To... Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Quinn. No, no, you go, you go for it, Jack. I'll just say we won't. Re- let's not reveal everything right now. Just to yeah, leave some for the end. Some, some nice goodness. Anyway, uh, Batman's going to church. Back to reality. Snap oh, there back. goes gravity. Batman's in a church. Batman goes to church. Batman. Um, so Batman was spying on um. Spying on Thorn earlier, and then he was spying on Crom, uh, not Cromwell, <laughs> Cromwell, 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 um, Cromwell, yeah. And then he goes, he goes, okay, I need a priest, specifically this one though. Um, I'm not gonna say his name. I'm just gonna call him Father because obvious. Because they don't sneak, say his a little name. Sneaky of me. No, a little sneaky of me. A little sneaky of me. Um, his name is Jason Todd. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway stromwell shows up for the meeting well um, wait 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 the father let, let's just uh, we didn't explain why batman went to church <laughs> he's cause not his, just his, there it's because of his deep connection with the lord jack he's not just there for mass or something he, he's like hey father i got it, it's stromwell again <laughs> <laughs> How many times has this happened, do you think? Because <laughs> he seems only kind of surprised to see Batman. Yeah. No, it's surely happened a lot. Um, <laughs> so this priest clearly has some sort of uh, past, like, uh, interactions with Stromwell, where he's like, oh, boy, <laughs> uh, Stromwell. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh, I wish I could give up on, on this boy, yeah. this guy, this Strom, <laughs> this well. Boy. This Stromy. Um, and Batman was like, oh no, it'll work this time. Yeah, we got and then it. the priest was like, knock on wood. Um, yeah, but this church. Doesn't say that yet, but yeah. Uh, you, 
this is the church, right? This is like the Batman. The yeah, Batman this is the Spider Man Three Church. Oh, this is where Eddie Brock goes to pay, pray for God to kill hmm. Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is the church used in all fictional media. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's the one. It's the, the one they all share. Church. They all film here. No, but I specifically feel like the architecture of this church with like the two towers. That's just Gotham, though. It's classic. It's a classic church architecture. Just Gotham. I lo- anyway, Stromwell shows up for the meeting with Thorn, and uh, Thorn thinks he's being clever. He's like, he's like, let let the boys get some air outside, <laughs> and all of all of. Uh, all of both of their goons go out. I want to point out Stromwell's two goons includes like a classic chiseled jaw, like classic mobster type guy, and then a huge like Velma Dinkley ass looking glasses nerd. A literal <laughs> huge nerd. Yeah. <laughs> he is a large man who also is a nerd. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, and Thorn is like like he's like he's looking all smug that it's just the two of them now. And then Crom Stromwell starts beating the shit out of him. He's like, "Where's my son?" And he fucking yeah. throws him. I'm I'm gonna throw you. And Rupert is like, "I don't know, uh, your son. You, I don't. I, you know, I don't mess with family." I like, oh, "What happened to my son?" Is that true though? Probably Does not. Does he not mess with family? I mean, he tries to. I mean, l- later in this episode, it, I I get the vibe he very much does mess with family, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, he doesn't seem like the type of guy to really place boundaries on that kind of stuff from just his general attitude in Batman the Animated Series. But I don't know. We could dive through every episode to find out if he ever messes with someone's family. <laughs> But I don't really want to do that. <laughs> Why? Why did you send this? We all already sent it. Like, no, Quentin just sent. Quentin, Quentin just sent us a screenshot of them talking. Of them talking. Why? <laughs> Why? This is like the versus screen, though. This is after you selected your character. Epic rap battles of history. Put this up. Put this up as the thumbnail. This is this image goes so hard. <laughs> Quentin, why? Quentin, no one's get to see any of these. Put like We're an audio medium now. It, it is put your up. fault. It is your fault for acknowledging their existence. No, it's your fault for sending it to us. Why did you send it? <laughs> okay, let's talk about this next image, Quentin. So. <laughs> Stromwell doesn't. S- I'm gonna so- kick Quentin from the call. <laughs> this this is a long cast now. So Stop they sending fan- images. They 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 blow up Pete's right. Pete's <laughs> goes up in <laughs> flames. After hold on. After Thorn and Pete leave, and Thorn they leave and Pete, Stromwell yes. inconspicuously alone in the building. Yeah, and then, um, but alone, alone. Oh, wait, he's not actually alone, because guess who's there? The caped crusader himself. Batman. Uh, yep. Saves Stro- saves Arnie, <laughs> Arnold Stromwell. Arnie Stromwell. And uh, he's kind of taking him around the, the rooftops, <laughs> taking him around Gotham, and eventually arrives at a place called Sunrise Something. I forgot the other name. What's it? Does anyone remember? It's like No. Some- some like a, a a facility called Sunrise. Oh yeah, and it is a, a drug rehab center 
and Batman takes Stromwell in to reveal that his son and his wife or ex-wife, I'm not sure, are there. Ex-wife. Ex-wife. I, I don't know if they're officially divorced, but they certainly are not living not together living. in a loving, a loving joining so. of people. Um, yeah. So Stromwell's, uh, so Ar- Arnie's son has become addicted to drugs, which, uh, of course, uh, Arnold makes his living off of uh, selling. No, I make candy. <laughs> and Batman is showing him this scene of his beloved son, like, "Hey, man, like you're you're what you're doing is not right. This, you know, you should change your ways, and you should reveal, give yourself up, and reveal your quit, uh, dissolve your organization, quit drugs." <laughs> Yeah, no, no more. No, I make candy. Candy. I make candy. (laughs) I make candy. I want to go back because you didn't skip anything important, but you did skip some funny stuff. Okay, please get me all the funny stuff. Um, so after uh, Rupert Thorne and his goons are leaving, um, as they're as they're walking away, uh, Rupert Thorne goes, "All right, boys, it's party time," (laughs) and. The way the score is lined up, the second he says, party time, a saxophone solo begins. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, boys, party time. Just instantly kicks in. Um, uh, Commissioner Gordon and Harvey Bullock show Harvey. up. Harvey, um, has Harvey has a great has, line. Harvey has two great lines. Oh, yeah, he has lines. an amazing line. He, he only speaks twice in this episode, and they're both amazing. Uh, he looks at uh, Commissioner Gordon and starts touching his hair, and Gordon's like, what are you doing? He's like, your hair looks better on TV. Um, and then, like, some, some of the other cops are like, it looks like it was arson. Uh, Harvey goes, damn shame. They, or not, that's a swear. What does it he does say? Sa- it, it feels like he said damn shame. Even he sa- if he I think he did. says darn shame. I think he says that's why I was thinking that. He says darn shame, they made w- one heck of a cannoli. <laughs> Great line, and that made me feel even worse for Pete, because yeah. yeah, I don't think he had any choice in having his restaurant blown up, even though he was spared the well, fiery demise. Shortly, shortly after this, uh, Pete flew back to Italy, uh, where he stayed in contact with his Gotham uh, criminal contacts, uh, and he actually catered for uh, a very important wedding. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, later, later in his years, they were uh, his cannolis flown fresh from Italy. Mm, <laughs> yes, good reference. Yes, yes. Go check out um, our uh, Long Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Go anyway. Long I was so sure when you said he was going to Italy. I thought you were going to go back to the Italian connection. We were like, Pete went back to Italy where he wrote the Divine Comedy. <laughs> true, true. Uh, okay. I only have one note for this This actual... Si- Quentin fucking stop. I, like, what is the point? Is it just to annoy me? Well done. Just some moments. Just some, just some visual moments. But it's an audio medium, you will. You can't feed. Will don't feed the trolls here. Don't feed the trolls. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm, not doing I'm gonna it feed. The, I'm gonna the feed audience. the troll arsenic. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, I, I 
this there's like this touching family like horrible situation when he's discovered his son is in the rehab center. And then there's one shot that just says Batman standing like in the doorway watching this tender family moment. Yeah. And he just has like a little smirk on his face. Like it's a gotcha moment. Yeah, he's even though it's <laughs> God, incredibly got tragic. Him. Another dub for not crime. It's kind of fucked up how he set up this entire situation as like a Well, trap. he didn't set it up. I don't think he set it up, up, right? Like, there's no like, way he, he didn't got get his son, son addicted, addicted to, to drugs. drugs. I mean, basically what happened, like Batman's whole entire journey here was he went into the Italian restaurant in disguise, put a bug underneath, listened in, found out what the plan was, basically ambushed this meeting, told his fucking ex-wife that his son was sick, set up this entire scene for him to come here, got the fucking priest involved. Like, that was he's all a, in a elaborate He's a showman. Setup. He's a showman. He's a... Yeah. He's a like, gracious host. Then he was like, I'm gonna fucking Christmas carol this guy. <laughs> this guy's gonna... He's such a fucking Scrooge. Yeah. I, I'm doing my same voice I did for Stromwell. <laughs> I don't remember what Stromwell sounds like. <laughs> Yeah, my candy. <laughs> I think that's it. I think I nailed it. Anyway, then Strom was like, okay, Batman, I'll help you. Let's go to this place where I keep all my files and all my guns. Don't worry about that second thing. <laughs> and he, he gets to his filing cabinet, pulls out a book, and like goes like, here, like this is the files. Like, this is it. <laughs> Hands it to Batman. Batman just kind of looks through it for like... <laughs> 15 seconds as Stromwell like reaches for his gun and then Batman delivers one of my favorite lines hey these are dummy books <laughs> and he turns around and Stromwell has a gun pulled on dummy yeah. and he's like actually you're the, the dummy, dummy. <laughs> imagine imagine good this. one Cromwell <laughs> imagine th- guys so how do you think Batman... Like, think about the Arkham games, think about comics, think about shows. How do you think it usually goes when someone pulls a gun on Batman? Bad. Never never gone well. He I would like you to imagine, if you were a person who had a gun on Batman, and you had the confidence to go, Haha, idiot! <laughs> Who's the dummy in this situation? The guy who read the dummy books like it was a real book. It's a good point, actually. <laughs> he yeah. thought it was a real book. Anyway, but because this is Batman, he breaks all of Stromwell's bones for touching a gun. That doesn't happen. He does. A... It's never too late. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. It's never too late for Batman to track him down and break his bones. Yep. Well, what's the exact sequence of events like a- after this? He pulled, because... he pulled a he pulled a gun on him. Uh, uh, Rupert Thorne and his color-coordinated goons show up. They all have the same overcoat, but all of their suits underneath are <laughs> I love the same suit, but different colors. They're dripped yeah. out. It's the Ginyu Force. Um, <laughs> anyway, they throw they threw a, a, a tear gas grenade through the window, and then Batman responds by throwing a wicker chair out at them back <laughs> through the same window. And they are like, hey, look out! And all run from this wicker chair that comes <laughs> clattering to the ground at them. And I, I think that's that's really funny to, like, SWAT team style, throw tear gas into the room to get, like, to smoke them out and have your guns at the ready. And then just a fucking a chair. chair comes flying back at you. Oh, that's good. 
Mm-hmm. And very, uh, he's a very creative uh, yeah. man. So then yeah. Batman fights the goons and Stromwell runs away because he has the heart of a coward. Um, then, then what happens? What happens? Tell me what happens. Do it. Um, they're in the train yard. They've ended up at the train yard. The, I think the very same one that uh, ca- has caused old Arnie so much grief over the years. And yeah, probably. They have this, there's a cool little, um, I can't think of a better word to describe it than a predator section. But I Pre- know yeah, there's a little predator section. A little predator section. Batman, Batman tries to stealth take down a guy, but accidentally hits the wrong button and just punches <laughs> him, attracting the attention of the other guys. <laughs> yeah, he, he he picks off the Rupert Thorn and his goons. Yeah. And, um... Meanwhile, Stromwell is sneaking around until he comes across the the tunnel in which he was uh, stuck for a little bit as a as a young boy, and his flashback uh, repeats itself, or, the, or it, it changes slightly, but it repeats itself. And this is where um, what what this new is, the, is revealed in this in this flashback? This is the so in the other ones. Um, we hadn't seen him get out of the way of the second train. Mm-hmm. This is the one where it shows that his right. brother, his brother, threw him like out of the tackles way. him. Yeah, like you know yeah. the classic, uh, yeah. like taking a bullet for someone, but it's a train. Yeah, <laughs> the classic. <Okay. laughs> so, like jumping um, in front of someone, kind of, or pushing them out of the way, sacrificing your own safety. And, uh, and then uh, Stromo's like, "Oh, Michael, I, I miss. I'm so sorry, Michael." And then, drum roll, please. Um, the fa- the the priest comes up and he's like, "I'm here. It's me, Father Michael Stromwell." Bet you didn't see that coming. I wasn't killed by a train. Audience, no. he says as he turns to the camera. <laughs> but he did lose his. He lost his leg, and he now lost his leg. Lost his. Now he's got a wooden one. And yep. like I, I this and and this and this kind of concludes the episode with a very uh, sweet moment where uh, oh sorry, there's probably something I skipped. Just a little, uh, you know, Father Stromwell's like, hey, uh, you're not doing too great, and he's like, nah, he's like, nah, my my life's my life's great, and he's like, uh, yeah, sure, man, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't believe you, yeah. and then. <laughs> They they make up a little, and then Rupert Thorne goes, uh, "What a what a what a this mo- you you guys making up has really touched me. Unfortunately, these bullets are gonna touch you." Yeah, and he pulls out a gun. I forgot um, Rupert Thorne's last kind of <laughs> attempt yeah. at yeah. At um, but before his bullets can can get to him, Batman fucking kicks his ass because he's yeah. a, he's an overweight he's old man. Rupert Thorne. Yep. <laughs> he's <laughs> Rupert Thorne. <laughs> When has Rupert Thorne ever been a serious threat? I think I don't think he's ever. I think he's like Daggett, where in the animated series, I don't think he ever goes to jail. I think he just gets <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, he, he's like a uh, he's a, a Falcone type. He's above the law. Yeah. Um, but you know who's not above the law anymore? Arnold Stromwell, who has decided uh, after meeting up with his brother, kind of facing his his the demons of his past. Realizing all the harm he's done, 
decides to turn himself in and uh, shut down his criminal operations. Yeah, and so no more candy, unfortunately. So, guess what? It's never too late to, like, Mm -hmm. you know, be good. Even if you're a horrible, horrible little man, you can go to jail. Um, and one thought, like, I, I, I want to talk with you guys about this, uh, mm-hmm. this ending here. It did make me wonder a little bit, like, so Michael is fine, was fine after getting hit by a train. He lost his leg, which sucks, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he was fine. He but he's alive. He's, he's alive and seems to be, uh, thriving. You know, he's a priest. He's having a, he seems to be having a good life. He's close with God. And it just, like. Um, it seems like it would be a lot, it it didn't, like, this is such a traumatizing moment for, for Arnold. Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, do you think that makes sense? Because I kind of see how it could, and I kind of, but I also kind of feel like it doesn't. Like. Yeah, it, it, it it feels like, like, it kind of, like, survive, it feels like, uh, it puts more emphasis on on the twist that the f- the the priest is his brother, right? Over than like kind of establishing why he feels this way because it makes you it makes it seem like his brother died. Yeah, but the Which, twist is no. So they prioritize the twist over. I don't know. Uh, and I feel like the only way I that this makes sense in my head is why it would be so like uh, such an imp- is that there's actually a part we don't see that's very like graphic. Um, which would obviously be traumatizing, like watching someone lose their leg in real time. Uh, obviously, they don't want to show that on this show, and I probably don't want to see that. Yeah, but it, it it's like why like why is this such a a memory for him? Like, or well, obviously it'd be an important memory if, if if he lost his leg, but it doesn't seem like it would be this level of like trauma. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I'm just I'm just spitballing here. Did you guys know that he's Tony Zuko's uncle? What? Really? Yeah. Wow. That was that was my big reveal. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. but like, yeah, he he also shows up in Robin's Reckoning Part One in a flashback. So it, Tony does he uncle. have another sibling, or or is Michael the father of Tony Zuko? I, see, that I, is a good a priest, question because so I, I genuinely I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna guess he must have another sibling. Maybe it's like his 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 wife's sibling. Oh yeah, I guess but so. Maybe she was once a Zuko. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> his nephew is Tony Zuko. That's a great. I'm so sorry for rambling over <laughs> over your reveal. That is no, that's no, incredible. No, no, it's good. Any any thoughts? Any final thoughts before we head to Shui Schwab? I already said the thing about Tony Zuko being his, his nephew. Yeah. So. All right. No. I feel like I've talked enough. Okay. Quinn, you have anything to say? Or should we move into Sway Schwarbage? Oh, it's just it's just Sway Schwarbage. Okay. Jack, Quentin, Will. Um, I think I kind of already said my thing about this episode, like the thing that kind of bothered me, and didn't really make sense. But overall, I do really enjoy this episode i think you could say like it's a little sappy but i enjoy that 
that it, it's it's like a heartwarming. I, I like seeing a little story of redemption when a lot of uh, you know redemption's kind of an over you know it's a trope, but I like it. And so, uh, there's a lot of like super villainy that we see in Batman the animated series that does never that never really gets uh, to redemption. And I so I enjoy this as a, as a self-contained story and as an episode. So I'm going to give it a shway. Nice. Um, this episode, huh? I'm gonna. To, hmm. The soundtrack of this episode is really, really, really good. Love and it. It has it has lots of dynamic moments where I really sort of paid attention to how the soundtrack ebbed and flowed um, with. The, the the scenes and the action that was happening um i i just really like this story however i really wish they'd gone into more detail i think that sort of the the amount that they gave us was good for understanding the narrative and the story that they wanted to tell and that's fine um but i didn't really care about any of these characters i wish they'd spent more time with the son i wish they'd spent more time fleshing out his uh, dynamic with his wife so that really we felt the tragedy of his situation. Um, they only kind of talk about the drugs. Mostly it's showing the action uh, between Thorn and Batman and um, and his operation. So I, I wish that they'd kind of struck thorns part in this entirely and just focused more on him as a character uh but all in all not too many complaints other than that i think the narrative could have been tighter but uh what's what's there is really good i'm gonna give it a shway awesome 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 hmm 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 i think i think i disagree with quinn quite a bit um, no, I, I, I think I, I do wish they had fleshed out his family more, but that doesn't really break it for me. Um, one thing there's, I, I, I wish there were less of the fight scenes. I think those go on too long, but I actually think Batman is in this the perfect amount. Um, cause you, 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 you see why, like you, you don't see like his inner monologue or like his personal vendetta, like you know why he's doing this just because you know about Batman. Um, I really like how little he's in this. He's really only just there for fights and kind of to... Uh, imagine if in The Christmas Carol, the ghosts were just like, okay, you stay here and learn about a lesson. I'm going to go fight a guy. <laughs> I got Rupert Thorne to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he's mostly just kind of spiriting him from place to place. And you don't see any like in-depth, like deep uh, kind of thoughts from Batman. Because he's just, he's just doing it because it's the right thing to do. And he's trying to give this guy a second chance. And if not, he will destroy him. Um, I, I think... I think I, I agree Rupert Thorne is in it a little too much. But I think the rest of it is balanced pretty well. I... I... I like, I'm, I'm kind of conflicted. Because, like, there... See here, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm. I might. I'm. I'm not. I. I like this. I want to flat out say I like this, 
but I don't know if it's deserving of universal, so I'm trying to decide if I should throw, if I should throw to get it more where I think it should be, or be honest with my own soul. I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say this is... Uh, well, give it, give uh, it, whatever, whatever you, your gut says. You, you gotta, you okay, gotta hold on, hold on. You know what, you know what, okay. Jack, I want you to say one, one good thing about this episode. Come on, um, say one good thing. It could be anything. Okay, I really like the music, as Quentin okay. said. Quentin, give me one bad thing. Um. The. Uh, one bad thing? <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be weird when you say you disagree with on what the bad things were. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do it. Uh, uh, not a lot of. There's, there's not the um. Bullock isn't mm. in it enough. That's a good point, actually. I say Shway. I was gonna say Shway. I don't think it deserves universal. But unanimous, it's universal. baby. It's unanimous, Shway. Um, okay. I uh, thank you everyone for listening. Jack and Quentin are going to hit you with a, a, a cool, Aww. smooth outro. So, Quentin, uh, you know the the World Cup's going on. The World Cup? Yeah, the World Cup. Like, like, like soccer. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know the World Cup. Uh, I isn't going anywhere. I didn't I mean, have anywhere to go with this. You know, I, uh, I I just recently came into a nice silver chalice as well. So, uh, <laughs> it's 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 an eye cup. <laughs> oh yeah, it's an yeah. eye cup. It's an eye what, cup. What dare I ask? What what is that? Uh, well, you you can't really. Um, you know, it's an eye cup. It's it's great. Uh, you know, in the in the spelling department. Uh, oh yeah, the spelling department. Oh yeah, the spelling department. Could you, uh, Jack? Would you would you be a doll and uh, maybe spell uh, the the word ice uh, cup? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, let me. Uh, I see you. P. What?